BorderCast podcast is a product of BorderCast.com. We are a dedicated team of meteorologists that provide weather forecasts, discussions, and analysis specific to Boulder County. If you want to receive email notifications for our posts, look for the subscribe button on our homepage. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at BoulderCast. If you have questions or comments or would like to suggest a topic for future shows, message us at contact at BoulderCast.com. BoulderCast, a Boulder take on weather. Welcome to the Boardcast Podcast. Your hosts, Andy, Joseph, Matt, and Ben. The first time in a very, very long time, all four of us. Has this ever happened before, now that we think about it? Well, it, it has happened before. Remember that one time I did a Skype from St. Louis? Oh, they, yeah. They were yep. four of us. Oh, yeah. We've been, we've been together last time. a few times. So, yeah. So, we're all back. What up? That's Joseph. Yeah, so uh, I guess I'll start it off. I've been pretty busy this week doing. Yeah, uh, there's this El Nino campaign, and uh, been kind of involved in uh, doing the weather forecast for um, the Global Hawk, which is an unmanned aircraft, and uh, giving them guidance for potential storms to sample to improve weather forecasts in the basically two to five day time frame, two to five days ahead of time. So getting up early in the morning, like 4.30, and then getting into work at like 6. <laughs> Leaving work around 3, which is nice. Oh, that's nice. Do you get to park in the special NWS parking spots? No, I don't. Because you get there so early? I could, but I could probably get, I'd probably get... Really t- close spots? I would probably get towed if I did. <laughs> Why, why do they get the better spots? I don't know. It's got like a special sign. It's like meteorologist in charge. Or, oh, wow. Oh, or okay. like... They have other ones that are just or like general. like NOAA director or... Well, they have those too. Something like that. I think that. back when I was there, the NOAA director like made a big deal that he gave up his parking spot to like the meteorologists. They get there at 4 a.m. and to start their shifts or whatever. So does the uh, do the intern meteorologists do they have their own spot? Doubtful. <laughs> I don't There's not that so. many down there. There's like less than ten. Well, another Probably question would be: five. Do the NWS volunteers get their own spot? Oh uh, well, I can already answer that question for you, and I know you can as well. No, <laughs> I, don't they, I don't think they really enforce it. I mean, too bad. Well, there was there was there was one time I saw a truck. Like driving by really slowly through each of the lanes, mm. or each of the, well, the, they do that each, all the time. each of the rows, but there's no way they check every every one. Just too many cars. Yeah, I think one time they sent out an email that said, "Like, please respect the right of the meteorologist to get here at 4 a.m. and have to venture past like bobcats and bears to get here. <laughs> <laughs> like, let them have the close parking spot." Oh wow! Something I mean, like that with all the wildlife sightings. You've been getting those emails lately? I, I, I've i never got one since I Man. started. Maybe. You used to send out like mountain lion warnings and like bobcat warnings. No. Bears. Well, they've been doing a lot of construction, so maybe they're scaring all the animals away. Yeah. That's true. That wouldn't hurt. <laughs> it's not going to draw in the animals. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So you're tired? <laughs> I'm sleepy. Getting up at 4 This is about like four? when I start going to bed when we're recording the podcast. But there you have it. It's a Friday, so. Well, you do have to adjust, right? Going to bed at 8, huh? Yep. That sounds like Tom Brady. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, he and does. He doesn't go to bed at 8. He's, yeah, golf- he does. He's golfing in Florida. No, he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, now he does. <laughs> I don't know. So I have a. I have a fun, <laughs> I have a funny story before people go into their banter. I guess. Oh, but, uh, oh boy, here we go. I told <laughs> part of this to Joseph, so he he kind of knows. But all right, so be matter in the dark. <laughs> yeah, we are. So I it took it's like a few years. It's been going on where like my internet in my apartment complex was like really slow, and there's like a lot of interference between my router and I guess all the people near me. So I would get speeds of like 5 to 15 megabits per second where I should be getting close to 50. So I finally bought my own router and my own modem. And now I'm getting close to 50 megabits per second and like no delay or no interference. So that's really nice. But I go. returned, nice. went to Comcast on Wednesday to return my router and so I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to return this. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we'll give you credit credit, and you'll get $10, you know, reduce your bill by $10 per month. Uh-huh. Yeah, I see where this is going. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, I think I know. He's like, we have this promotion going on. Uh, we can give you faster internet. Um, instead of 50, we can get you 70 megabits per second. For instead of sixty nine ninety nine, we'll get you for fifty nine ninety nine plus tax. I'm like, is there no? There's no cable attached to it, and he's like, no, no cable. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Okay. And so he keeps typing on his keyboard and all that stuff. And then last at the like the very last minute, he like goes behind him and like opens up this like drawer. He's like, so with this promotion. Um, we have to give you a cable box and what? <laughs> and it's just going to have the basic channels and you don't even have to set it up or anything, but we... that's the same promotion I have. You're getting, you're basically getting the minimum package. Like you get, you're getting like the first 20 channels on Xfinity yeah. and music channels. And are you, are you getting HBO as well or not? Well, actually I, I said no. Oh, okay. Why so, did you just take it? Well, I asked him. I was like, well, what's the increase going to be after one year? Because he said that promotion ends in a year. Of course it does. He said it would go up $10, but I... It was I already the same price. I didn't trust that he's going <clears> to... <throat> that it might be jacked up like 20, 40 30? bucks or whatever. Well, so I said no, and back and forth, it was like five minutes of like, you sure you don't want this? You sure you don't want this? No. You don't want to save money? You just got to yell, and then they'll stop. You have to... Uh, so I mean, yeah, cer- certainly you wanna you wanna cover you wanna cover yourself, <laughs> but if you if you do go for a deal like that, you just have to go through the first bill and look and see how you're being charged. Like, are they nickel and diming you anywhere? Because I've um, I've run into that problem as well, where you know they ask you for this kind of stuff, and many times whenever they do, what I what ends up happening is I say, "Oh, I'm going to cancel my cable service. I'm I'm just I'm I'm just going to get rid of everything." What, and what and in the end, what they end up doing is basically, you know, giving me 
$10 off um, for the next three months or they give they give me like Showtime and Stars for three months. You know, some some package that would cost like $20 a month. And so, you know, I get some sort of benefit out of it. So like if you just play that game every, you know, every so often or, you know, yeah, that's <laughs> what you have to do. It can happen. Yeah, it it, it happens easily. I mean, and they're not going to remember. They ha- they're probably getting this, <clears throat> these phone calls all the time. So by the time they're done, you know, by the time they're done with you and you get that deal, you call them back up three months later and you make the same exact complaint. Oh, I'm going to cancel this. They're going to say the exact same thing because it's not like they can remember. They may uh, they may pull your records up, but you know, maybe you're just really upset. Uh, by the way, else. hopefully uh, Comcast is not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, Matt will lose service. <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah, I said no, so I didn't have to pay, or I didn't have to take the cable box. So you didn't have to save ten dollars. What you're saying? They're like, are you sure you don't want to save ten dollars? I'm like, they're like, you must really have a good job. I'm like, uh, what? Not, not really. <laughs> you actually do have a good job, man. That was like but, kind of a little blow. You have a great job, but I mean. Yeah, it just it's it's frustrating how how sneaky they can be just to like sneak that in at like the last minute. Of course yeah. they do. Yeah. It's, they're trained to do that. I mean, people's <laughs> going downhill quick. Absolutely. In it favor is. of Netflix, yeah, Hulu, just online stuff. And they recognize they recognize that. They're in a bad spot right now. I mean, they realize that their packages are too expensive, but there's nothing they can do about it. They have to they have to maintain that price. Because all the television deals that they're getting are forcing them into that position. So, the next step, like Ben said, go the go the uh, Netflix route, go the Amazon Prime route, go the Roku route, even. Yeah. That's where the Comcast is trying to... With the, you know, limit your internet oh, yeah. usage. Like... Make Netflix pay a premium to be able to for the people with Comcast to use it. Oh right, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But they got shut down by the government, of course. Like net neutrality, but, or something. yeah, like that kind of net neutrality, of course stuff. Yeah, I mean, makes sense for the cable company perspective. You know, they they got to do something to save their business. I mean, that's half their business. Hey. That was good, Andy. A good word. <laughs> Very good word. <laughs> I definitely have that same deal. You have that deal? Yeah. My roommate's like, ah, it was crazy. They they wanted to say, give us $10 off if we just took TV. <laughs> so, <laughs> the same internet with a TV package. We have the same we have the same deal as both of you except we have HBO as well. So, Uh-oh. do you have to add 10 bucks? Yeah, it's like $10 extra or something like that. So, so you're paying 70 or something like that? After taxes, I think it's yeah, yeah like 70 or 80. Crazy world. I know. But our internet is super fast, so I'm not complaining. Yeah. Way faster than it was when we were in Westminster. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. I think part of the reason why that was, why that is, is because we were were living in between two other apartment complexes, so you're probably talking about over a thousand different, um, different apartments. In that small area, and now I live in an apartment complex that's isolated. Yeah, well, that's that's what I had. Like we all had the same routers, I think, mm-hmm. in our neighborhood. 
And so they were like interfering with each other. Exactly. So I bought my own router and basically it has a much stronger signal and eliminates all that. That's how it works. (laughs) Yep. Wait, do you have a different router? Uh, no, no, we have, we have the same one, but it's just a simple fact that the traffic is much less. Yeah. Oh yeah. Makes a huge difference. And that's, remember that Xfinity Wi-Fi? That was a scam that they really don't tell anybody about. You know how they give you those routers? Right. You, you can basically, anybody with a Comcast account can hook up to your router. And you could do it too. You could, you know, when you go around town, you see Xfinity Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. That's just other people's routers. Right. That same router. That's why they merged the, the modem and the router into a combo. I would imagine. Probably, yeah. So they so could you... have, so they could build this like citywide Wi-Fi network. Sure. But then sense. it's like slowing everybody else's internet down. Yeah, but it's like slowing your internet down when other people are. I would imagine using yours. If you were like in a high traffic area, like near a coffee shop or something. That's the issue. And mm-hmm. you had that router and people were just all day just tapping into it. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> Comcast has a building set up like that. Whatever. Yeah. Right. It is what it is. But cool story, Andy. But yeah, what <laughs> yeah. else what That's else? funny. I don't know I don't know if it's funny. I kind of think it's just informative. Okay. Ish, I guess. Well it's that's true. It's yeah. funny. Like Andy, a funny story would be Andy like, doesn't have any of that. Yeah. <laughs> a funny story would be, hey, some girl just came up to me and gave me a box of cookies. Voila! <laughs> Wait, is that where those cookies came from? Yeah, I'm serious. Like, a, a girl just came up to me and is like, do you want some cookies? I have a lot. I want to get rid of it. Was she yeah, a girl sure. scout? No, she's just a random girl. She's pretty cute. Did you talk you know, to her? You know, you know, I'm going, if next time I see her, I'm going to marry her, right? I'm did, going to propose to her. Did you, did you, did you, did you talk to, Did you talk to her after I did? that? Well, exchange. no, no, because she left. <laughs> like, she has, she had to run. Oh, okay. Because well, I, I feel like they had a meeting or something. Hey, well, you know, there's a start. I know. Well, Your first encounter with her, she gave you cookies. That cannot be a bad thing. It cannot be a bad thing. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask this girl out from the dermatologist um, what? office. What? You, you, you did? Whatever happened to no, that? I wanted to, but the day I went into the office, as soon as I checked in, she was leaving. So I was like, oh, it's meant to be. It's not meant to be. She loves me. She loves me now. Wait, the day you went in, she wasn't working. No, I came in and then she was like, her shift ended, so she was leaving. So she saw me leave. So, hey, I was like, it's next not, time. it's not meant to be. Hey, I don't hey. think there will be a next time. Uh, I'm well, going you, know, there. you never, you never know. You <laughs> hey, you should ask the receptionist from the dentist out. <laughs> Which what? <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> that was an older lady. <laughs> but she was funny though. I haven't seen her in a while, actually. I think she quit. She probably retired or something. I, I haven't been there in a year, but I think she, she wasn't there last time I was there. <laughs> At least been three years. Maybe. Really? Since you've seen her? No, since you've been there. Oh. I don't know. No, it was 2013. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's three years. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, what, what have you guys been up to? Joseph got cookies, you said. Yeah, that's it. That's it for now. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh boy. Jo- Joseph and I uh, volunteered at the... Uh, oh, yeah. Was that yesterday? How'd that go? At the shelter last night. It was good. It was uh, fine. Was, was it just you two? It was pretty busy. There was only like three of us there. Oh, man. A lot. Wait, right across the street? Four. Well, there was four, but for the most part, like three oh, graduate okay. students. Graduate yeah? Student. yeah. What? Three graduate students total. 
Well, I'm not a grad student anymore, but like three, you know. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> Way to be cocky. <laughs> hey, you are an alumni. That's fine. <laughs> three alumni. <laughs> you can get the alumni license plate? No. Yeah, I don't like it either. It looks stupid. Alumni license plate? Hell no. I would get Cornell alumni license plate. Yeah, Before good luck I with that. I see you on. Good luck getting to Colorado. And I would, Cornell probably, license I would probably get a get South Frank. Alabama one. I can get Frank. I'd get you have to be in that state, one. though. No, you, you only well, get I Frank. Can, I could just well, get the Frank. Get the Frank. That's, yeah. not, that's not the official one. On right? my car, I have two stickers that have have a or just a picture yeah, of like a mascot. Yeah, like a cat or something. Jaguar. So, yeah, Jaguar, yeah. Dude, South Alabama's prestigious. It is. Hey, <laughs> the ninth best undergraduate meteorology program in the country. Which one is the best? OU, Penn State? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just know we're ninth best. as, But that was as of 2004, so it may have gone up since then. Dude, I'll look it up. Probably. Wow, mean... someone tells a story. Well, or it may have gone down since then. What do, you, what do you mean by the best? You mean like the best teaching or people like get... I don't. I don't know how it's judged. I just know that whenever I enrolled at South Alabama, that that's what they rolled with. We are the ninth best undergraduate meteorology program. In the how country. many are there? Like ten? <laughs> There's <laughs> actually a lot more. Yeah, nowadays. Yeah, well, that's not even right. Yeah. What does it say? Texas A&M. Really? UC Los Angeles? No, UCLA doesn't have a meteorology program. Maybe that's, that's multiple. Maybe that's like all geosciences. Yeah, it doesn't. You know what? It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Penn so, State yeah. number three. Eat it. Yeah. University of Missouri, Columbia I'm, number nine. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I'm by, sure they're all good schools. Yeah. By the way, for those uh, Colorado listeners, congratulations for Broncos who went to Super Bowl by rolling over my team. I wouldn't <laughs> say roll over. Oh, they rolled them over. They, was, they it, roll over. It, it was, was pretty close. It was a cl- twenty to eighteen. That was an epic game. It was one of the best yeah, games I've ever seen. I don't, I don't know if it's that epic. I thought it was. Dude, the Patriots did nothing all game long, and that's what made it epic. I mean, both, you did nothing. Do, do you want me to punch you? Because I actually can. <laughs> no, 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 no. My point is, <laughs> both teams really didn't do all that much the entire game. I mean, the the Broncos not... were hot early, and then they went ice cold pretty much for the rest in, of the yeah, game. Yeah, in, in the second half, right? They shut them down. Right, they had a field goal. That's I mean, it. it was it was a defensive game. It's just you know, it's yeah. How it was. I mean, we expected I, that. I have no. Like, I, I have no, you know, I'm not against defensive game. I just am against a defeat. Oh, that's all. <laughs> Aren't we all? It's fine. Well, I hope they got rolled by the Panthers. <laughs> Fake time. Um, well, I'm sure I'm sure you'll uh, receive some oh, feedback from our fans. Oh, for those listeners, I am bitter. I'm telling you, like, playoff rivals, I hate playoff rivals. I hate the Kings, I hate the Sharks, I hate OKC, I hate the Clippers, Wait, I hate a lot of Wait, teams. do you like anything? Who's OKC? OKC? OKC oh. Thunder? Thunder, man. Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Thunder? Yeah. Oh, I hate basketball. that team. <laughs> Sorry for anyone who root for that team, but I think that basketball is not basketball. They are just playing individual... Wait, are the Thunder really popular or really unpopular? They're pretty... I'd yeah, say they're, they're pretty, pretty popular. popular. Yeah. Because they are good. Okay, that must be the really popular. So, team. do you do you think the way Golden State plays basketball is real basketball? 
I would never say that. Because <laughs> because the way they play is similar to the way Oklahoma City plays. No, that's not true at they're all. Both shoot, they're both very no. high-oriented. Oklahoma, Oklahoma City is just, it's just hitting a basket in the paint, but Golden State is like quick, a fast break, three-point. Do you watch stable. basketball? He watches more Quite than I bit. do, that's for sure. <laughs> but whatever, Lately. I... Uh, Whatever. You're admitting to watching basketball? I I, I really like basketball. I, well, NBA so, playoffs is my thing, man. That's a rare thing? Yeah. No, I, I'm serious. NBA finals. <laughs> yeah. Someone that likes basketball. I, I like basketball. That's scary. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I'm bored, you know, everybody else. So. What's up with you, man? Not much. You, you got your hair cut. I don't got any good stories. Yeah, he looks... No good stories. About five years younger, actually. <laughs> That's true. First, yes. he's younger. Yeah, isn't that crazy? You're like clean shaven. <laughs> well, kind of clean shaven. Well, now that I look closely. No, yeah, yeah, just, just forget that. Yeah. <laughs> you were probably clean shaven four days ago. Yeah. I told the lady, like, not to take that much hair off. She yeah. got a little crazy. How many inches did you say? Did you say, like... Oh, I want. I said like two inches. And my that's hair, a lot. My hair was really long though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it should have been. I don't know. I think she took closer to three. <laughs> but whatever. All right. Great clips. You get what you pay for. <laughs> I go there as well. <laughs> you get yeah. what you pay for. The last, the last time I got a haircut at, at Great Clips, the the guy kind of messed up on my oh, hair man. as well. So they kind of they kind of go in the direction that they prefer to cut your hair rather than what you want yeah so whenever you find that one person that does a really good job you might as well you, you better remember her name you better remember when she works <laughs> where <laughs> she works especially for her yeah exactly <laughs> i like an appointment for molly <laughs> yeah that's molly? for sure okay just right. making up a name we should probably get this podcast going. Well, we got one more story. All right, I have one more story. That is an epic I'm, tale. I'm, I've kind of been <laughs> reluctant to tell it, but I've told so many people about it, so I might as well just go ahead and say it. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so uh, yesterday morning, as I was late getting up to campus, I was driving on Pace Street and drove oh, just out the ninth on in Longmont, and I was going a little too fast. It was a perfectly sunny bluebird sky day, and there wasn't a car within a thousand feet of me except for this police car. And he's staring right at me. I knew the moment that I noticed I was speeding that I was done. And sure enough, right whenever I drove past him, he he pulls up right behind me, and I was pretty much resigned to my fate, even though he didn't have his lights on. Then when the light, then when the traffic light turned green, I turned left. And I immediately went to the pull to the side of the road, and he pulled me over. And yeah, he gave me a speeding ticket. So yeah, <laughs> so that's not all though. There is, I believe, I have a uh, well. I know I there's a possible spurious correlation going on here, even though I only have a sample size of two. So <laughs> ten years ago, when I received my first um, speeding ticket. I was in a town called Summerdale in Alabama, just outside of Gulf Shores. And I was, we were driving away from the beach because the, the waves were extremely heavy due to the fact that the swells were picking up from Katrina. 
Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> and the policeman <laughs> pulled me over and he asked me, do you know why I pulled you over? And I was too nervous to really answer. <laughs> for the hurricane or just for the for the cop? Just for the cop. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I, I got to take it there. I eventually got it waived. However, days after that, Hurricane Katrina hit. So let's fast forward 10 years. As you guys know, I got a speeding ticket yesterday. Well, we have this uh. potential massive winter storm coming our way. <laughs> so that's not that massive. Well, well, well it's just normal. We'll, we'll, we'll find no. out. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll see. So anyways. But my my theory is every time I get pulled over and get a speeding ticket. There's a massive storm coming our way. Or a big storm. <laughs> Perfect correlation. Yeah. 100% successful so far. Correlation does not equal causation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, right. but it can still happen. It, it can, can still, still happen. happen together. <laughs> it's not causation. But they can still happen together. It can still happen. I mean, you. you know, they're they're independent for sure. <laughs> All right, we'll confirm it if next time you get pulled over and in the dash cam from the police car, a tornado drops down. He's <laughs> <laughs> walking up to your car and a tornado drops down. Do you realize how fast you're going, <laughs> sir? Sir? <laughs> yeah, watch out, sir. Don't watch try, out, sir. Your don't try and get out of this. Your car's getting swept. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Hey, we'll see. Yeah. That's true. Well, yeah. What are you going to do? Whatever. Speeding tickets, man. Yeah. Just Wait, a look how, at, how many do you get? Look at the draw. How many do you ever get? None? You, get? you got none. You also got none, right, Andy? Yep, I got one. You got two. Well, one, I don't speed. My first one was waived, though. Yeah, okay, you got one. So I have <laughs> one on my record currently. Great. 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 You got the best one. I got the best one. <laughs> I was with them. Wait, did you get a traffic court or did you just pay it? No, I just paid it. Oh. Hell no, I'm not going to court. I don't speak English, man. <sighs> okay. Well, I'm debating going to court. For what? I mean, like, you did speed. I can plead, but I but you can plead getting the ticket waived if you agree to go to driving school and pay the court fee. Wait, in Colorado? Can you do that? Um... I'll find out. Yeah, I know I couldn't do that. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I haven't it's heard no. I haven't heard no from that yet. All right, so listeners, so um, so to sum up our you know weekly you know conclusion or weekly stuff, <laughs> diary and whatnot. Someone got a story from Comcast. Someone got a story from a speeding <laughs> ticket. Yeah, what's 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 new in Colorado, right? Nothing. <laughs> Apparently, nothing. Yeah, you you literally heard nothing. Like essentially, if you if you if you talk to some seventy year old dude and ask about, hey, what happened ten years ago, he would tell you the exact same thing. I see. Yeah, the Broncos won. Gas <laughs> didn't take it and had to deal with Comcast. <laughs> I cut my hair, by the way. <laughs> okay. What's new, right? There we go. Yeah, very not. I'm, I'm enjoying talking to you. I mean, hopefully, I mean, no ways, you know, too bored. Well, I'm here to entertain everyone, but I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. I, I'm not in a very good mood right now. Whatever. <laughs> Move on. What's 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 been a rough man? week for you? Well, yeah. week, yeah. We're what going, do you got? We're going to discuss the past week's weather, and then the topic of the week. Um, we have this upcoming 
snowstorm, which Matt actually discussed earlier. Um, hopefully you'll be listening to this before the storm actually happens. Yeah, but if, it, if they don't, it doesn't matter. We'll, you can still apply these forecasting techniques to That's other right. storms. Mm-hmm. They can yeah. be kind of inside the mind of what we're thinking. Yeah. How we make a, a really good snowfall forecast, even though we talked about this a little bit several weeks ago. But yeah, this is a real storm in action. It's a big one, yeah. But, yeah, so first the weekly recap. Not much going on, so we can go through that pretty quick. Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, Ben, you want to lead this and see did the week week ahead? Oh, I didn't bring it up, but uh, basically we had pretty much a ridge in place most of the week, uh, beginning on Tuesday and pretty much lasting until today. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got into the 60s, I think, twice. Pretty good. Pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Way above normal. I don't know what our average is. I would say like 46 to 40, 50. Yeah, 45, something. Yeah, something like that. Probably around there. But yeah, we just uh, didn't have much going on. It was pretty windy this morning. Mm-hmm. So we're recording on January 29th. <laughs> Joseph, was it windy at your place this morning? This morning? Yeah, it was pretty windy. I think we had gusts in the city and border here up to 50. It was It was even windy in Longmont. And oh, when man. It's, when it's windy you know. in Longmont, you know it's windy elsewhere. So, I mean, we, yeah. were, we, we had already hit, like, below 50s by the time I left my apartment at, like, 9.30. So... You sure? You sure? You yeah. sure it's windy in Chicago? You sure it's windy in Boston? <laughs> I'm just kidding. 57 miles an hour in car. 57? Wow, that's, that's at quite, 1 p.m. Pretty good. Mm. So yeah, pretty good wind goes. Yeah, pretty good winds. Yeah, it was. I think it was in the 40s this morning when I left. Early in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah. When I left, it was like 48 degrees, and pretty much all night it was 48. Yeah. Nice warm night. I was like, all right, I'm gonna wear shorts today. It <laughs> <laughs> only warmed up to 57 today. Compared to me, I mean, Joseph and Ben will wear shorts when it's zero degrees, but I'll wear it if it's above 40. <laughs> I agree. I don't know about zero. I don't know about zero. <laughs> Dude, I said 10 or 5. I would say around uh, like single digits, my limit-ish. <laughs> I would say zero is pretty cold. Okay, put it this way. I usually don't feel cold. I only feel cold when I'm sad. And I feel pretty cold right now. Anyway, oh, anyway, I'm I usually only feel not, not warm. Like, if it's 15 degrees out with, like, 20 mile per hour gust, eh, not warm. Ah, good point. Yeah, if the Canucks, or I don't know, the Patriots just won, just won I'll be like, yeah, it's so warm, man! <laughs> but, yeah, FML. Did, FML. <laughs> did, did so, anybody, a of speech. What? Did anybody oh. see the uh, the sunrise this morning? I kind of did. I kind of barely saw it when I went to the restroom after I looked at the models. But yeah. I was like, wow, that's a really good sunrise. What, was it east or west you were looking? East. east? Oh, okay. What? <laughs> sunrise has to be from the east, right? Yeah, but they still could hit the clouds to the west. Yeah. Fair enough. I looked east and I was like, that looks okay. And then I looked at the west and there was nothing out there and I went back to bed. <laughs> 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 or got, I already got ready. I don't remember. <laughs> But, yeah, we didn't have much going on. No priesthood this week. Yeah. Uh, unless Monday it snowed. Yes, Monday it we snowed. Got a li- we got a little bit of snow. 
That's yeah, we had some. Campus. Yeah, it actually snowed a lot more in Louisville. I mean, not a lot more, but an inch. When I left, or... uh, it was about a half an inch. Okay, I was uh-huh. I was worried the roads were gonna get bad because it was like twenty some degrees. Yeah, wow. And it wasn't really snow; it was like big snowballs. We kind of had that in Boulder too. I don't know if you guys noticed that. It wasn't flakes; it was just like snow pellets. <laughs> yeah, I got a little bit of gun barrel. It's like dipping dots. <laughs> A little bit in gun barrel. I didn't get much. Just like a dusting. Qu- yeah. Question, though. Um, we haven't got much snow for much of January. Are we, Are we like, close to normal still? Are we below normal for the snow season? F- for, for the season? Oh, yeah. We're below normal. How yeah, much? It's How not much? That much? How much? This year. I think through December, we should have had 30 inches, and we only had 20. Oh. And in January, we got... Probably less than five inches. Yeah, most of that was during, was on uh, I can't remember. Well, I wasn't here before the 10th. Most of it was January 8th, I think, whenever the... Man, you got a mind. The C Boulder students were taking console one. Well, I remember because I was driving, I was driving to campus that day. Yep, January 8th. To take my uh, console one exam, and we got a lot, we got a decent amount of snow. Yeah, we're, we only have 3.9 inches for the month. 3.9 inches. Sad. Well, snow. Blood. Not QPF, right? <laughs> yeah. Snow. Rain. <laughs> <laughs> and only 0. Sorry, that was a dumb question. Rain in January. My apologies. <laughs> My apologies. Yeah, we didn't get much. What's the average for January? I don't know. Isn't it you, you said... I'd say 5 or 6. I think it's closer to 10 or 12. Is it really? Well, yeah, Ben was saying, like, January is kind of like our dry month. Yeah, that's what I always thought. Yeah. I mean, it's the driest, but... I think March or April is the wettest, right? I think we talked about it last March and April. Yeah. year. Dude, when did we start BoulderCast? April. April? All right, January is 10 inches. It's our least snowiest winter month. Really? Well, wow, I'm surprised. Excluding April and October. <laughs> Wait, that... April is... I thought April was the wettest. March is the wettest, mm. so that I don't know. I don't trust the NWS's thirty-year record. Ending, yeah, that's ending date, in nineteen ninety. It's only dating back to nineteen ninety-one. So, so I don't know what the official number. Would oh wait, be. wait, wait, wait. Oh no, no, no. The, those stats are from sixty-one to ninety. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of a really weird climate record. And they haven't taken the average of since nineteen ninety-one. No, not on this page. Oh. But I mean, one year we had forty-seven a couple years ago, and then we had twenty a couple years before that. So. Yeah, it's probably closer to 15. It's probably one of the higher ones in the last 30 years. Regardless, yeah, January is our driest month. Hmm. So, yeah, we're six inches below normal for this month, well, at least. You should get off to a fast start in February. Yeah, let's see. Yep. <laughs> Which we'll be discussing pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll see how we can... Play some catch do, up. Do, do, do you want less? Do, do you want to do it now? No, we're not ready yet. No, no, what? no, 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 no. What are we talking about now? We still got to talk about the blizzard in the East Coast. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Hey, Colorado weather wasn't that interesting, but. No, it wasn't. We had probably one of the biggest, well, one of the biggest storms on record. On record. For many it, of the Northeast cities. Does it, does DC, is that, is it, is it, is it DC's strongest storm? No? I think so. I think so. Yeah. 
There definitely was for Baltimore, D.C., and Central Park, I think. Oh, no, Central Park was tie- almost tied, I reckon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Came up just like a millimeter short. <laughs> what, what's really crazy is that, so my sister and brother-in-law, they live in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and they received very little snow. Oh, yeah? And they received a lot of freezing rain. Yeah, and that really didn't get any attention. Yeah, I know. I mean, because it wasn't the Northeast. Exactly. No, no one cares about North Carolina. Oh, freezing rain is not devastating at all, you know. Yeah, I looked it's up. pretty much just undrivable, it's all. There was like three quarters <laughs> of an inch of ice accumulation. Yeah. And I had imagined those towns were yeah, crippled <laughs> for days, a couple exactly. days. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot. Try yeah. Me, try melting that quick. I forget the official totals. Do you remember? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like 20 to 30 inches from D.C. to Philadelphia, up to New York, to Long Island. You think that is... Do we uh, leave that back to uh, El Nino? Yeah, I don't know. Well, the one guy at NOAA was saying it's, it was a combination of El Nino... And the Arctic Oscillation, which kind of went into a negative phase. So you had more of a, you had, the, you had the cold air, you know, coming south into the... It did go really deep south. Into the northeastern U.S. There was in Florida. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but who, who knows? I mean, it's hard to attribute things. But you could say that El Nino favored that, yeah, that, sure. that track, mm-hmm. I guess. Definitely. Well, it was, it was a pretty epic storm. Yeah, I wonder how it compares to the, I don't know, storm of the century. 90, yeah. I mean, it wasn't nearly the scale, I would say. Nah, I'd say say the storm of the century still has it. I mean, just by sheer amount of, I don't know. Coverage. (laughs) Coverage, but I think the snow totals were close. Well, the thing about the storm of the century was, I mean, areas of the world that normally don't ever experience severe weather we're experiencing severe weather in in march and that was down, yeah that was down in like some of the some of the some of central america oh so had yeah. that had wide-reaching effects they, they had like a squall i know through if i remember correctly and, I, and of course florida had tornadoes because they were south of the so you know they were in the warm sector whereas everywhere else was in the cold sector <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice giant calm cloud. (laughs) I think, like, the hardest hit areas were just north of D.C. and southeast Pennsylvania. Yeah. Cornell, zero inches. I think a few inches. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't think think upstate got got hit at all. Nah, I don't think so either. There was, like, 14 states that got more than 12 inches. I'm so glad I'm not on the East Coast anymore. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. I was so happy those couple days. Yeah. Oh my God, I got out of this. <laughs> I got out of this. <laughs> well, this was also one of those storms where it was pretty well forecasted, you know, like five, six days out when right. the models had pretty much the, the right pattern, you know, a week out. Huh. I mean, obviously the details weren't there, right. but yeah. they had this similar track, so it was... Pretty well done by the yeah. by the models. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think the you know whenever the storm did arrive, I think maybe it did it slow down a little 
a little more than anticipated, or did it move? Did it shift further north? Did the bullseye shift further north? Um, you remember? Because I remember. I remember. <laughs> well, I remember that um, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, what the like twenty four hours before was forecast to get a foot of snow. Oh yeah, they ended up not. So the thing was, is that the GFS was pretty far north, and the Euro was really far south, and then. As it got closer to the to the date of the storm, the GFS shifted south, and the Euro shifted a little north, so it kind of met in the middle, and then at the end, it just was way north of mm-hmm. the, both of those. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, hmm. it shifted the... And there was a, yeah, pretty crazy snow gradient on the north. Like, Pittsburgh only got about six inches, but huh. about 40 minutes south was... 30 inches. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> like near where my family lives. Oh, there you go. So. Are they okay? <laughs> yeah. Good. I think most of my hometown got like 12 inches. So, but with like 30 inches in the mountains. <laughs> holy cow. Oops. That's um, a lot. Yeah. That's a lot now. Yeah. I had some friends in D.C. that said they didn't even, they like didn't, their office for their works didn't even open up until Thursday. What? <laughs> Wow. Which the storm was Friday into Saturday. So. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, they were closed like three days. Whoa. Wow. So, I mean, 30, 25, 30 inches of snow yeah. in a dense city. Epic snowstorms. <laughs> it was pretty great. And it could be the turning point for the Weather Channel to find for that, for their naming of storm systems to possibly catch on. Jonas? Yeah. I mean, it was. Everyone was calling it Winter yeah. Storm Jonas. Right. Except for the NWS. <laughs> and I just don't recognize names anyway. You don't? No, not really. I, I, I think it's silly. <laughs> yeah, I think it's silly, but who knows? It's they, a trend. People, people thought it was silly when hurricanes yeah. were getting named. Well in the first few years. True. What I think what I think the what I think they should do with hurricane names is allow people to donate money to the National Weather Service or donate money to a bet to to fund like hur- hurricane relief. In exchange, they can name the storm after them. You'd have to donate quite a bit of money, right? Yes, absolutely, like thousand dollars, maybe more than that. It would be it would be auction style. So it'd have to be a lottery or something. Something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. everyone would put in a bid. And the highest bid wins. For, for yeah, so so chances are you might get named a storm that is worth is like a little baby forty mile per hour tropical storm. <laughs> you think that would be like would it be your first and last name or just your first name or just your last name? Whatever you want. Like you really want like. <laughs> Hurricane Matt, Hurricane Donald Trump. <laughs> what? No way. We are already having a Hurricane Donald Trump. Could be a way for funding, uh, that, research. That, that's my emphasis on it, I or mean, awareness, or something. Well, yeah, more more than anything, that that was the motivation of even coming up with something like that. But one day, I do want to write a proposal on it and see if it would actually go through. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, whatever, whatever it takes to you know bring bring some money in for about you know for a greater cause. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want my name to be a hurricane. I mean, then I don't, don't you don't have to bid that. My, <laughs> my name's already retired. So. Uh, oh, Andrew. <laughs> well, and also, you know, do you really want yeah, like stinks. something? <laughs> yeah, something that stings to be, you know, you do want to name after something, or like, do you want to give that name well, to something that actually stings? Like, f that. Andrew, man, ruined my house. Uh, like, well, you know, you gotta name like it that. something. Or like, man, well, Katrina sucks, man. Well, obviously, you have to shift people's yeah. thought process into you know realizing that this is going to a good cause. You know, and and certainly yeah, that's the, hard, man. And certainly the pe- and okay. you know, and that would okay. be a challenge. Yeah, so you can you can actually switch it around, say. Hey, uh, we're going to name the next devastating hurricane Putin. Everybody chip in a dollar. Then everybody can say, F Putin, F Putin. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, or like ISIS. We're going to name the next winter storm ISIS. You're cold as ISIS. Cold as ISIS. Like the song, man. That's not like a catchy song. song. That's it a, is a song. That is intense, actually. <laughs> well, well, Imagine like, that. I see. Why you want a name? Like, you want to put your, you know, your face Dude, on so the you can doll. be famous. So here's the thing. Yeah. Certainly some people are going to see this, you know, see hurricanes in a negative light. But other people are going to see it as, okay, it's an opportunity to donate, you know, donate money to a greater cause. And, and at the same time, name a storm after myself. Yeah. And see no harm in that. Well, I mean, if you're going to name storms, why not name ridges? Like, <laughs> like, like Tropical Ridge Bend or something like that. <laughs> the monster heat wave of Tropical Bend. Subtropical <laughs> high pressure steam. <laughs> <laughs> heat wave Steiner. <laughs> heat wave Steiner. That'd be funny. That would be. It you is look at a so hot in here. Steiner. <laughs> Uh, is that what we're going to? <laughs> this, that That's what the Weather Channel wants to have you believe. Right? <laughs> they start naming winter storms, then you're naming ridges, subtropical highs. <laughs> you know, trough, troughs of low pressure. Yeah. Oh, yeah Every gosh. front's got a name. Severe weather outbreaks. <laughs> yeah. Each individual tornado. Hey, ch- <laughs> hey check this out. Mass Steiner just got hired this morning. I don't think it's too far-fetched. No. Uh, no, I agree. Look what the NFL has done to football games. What? This kickoff sponsored by Nationwide. It's true. This coat front sponsored by <laughs> Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> Get your coat now. It's going to be cold. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this uh, subtropical high is sponsored by Bouldercast. Mex- no. no. <laughs> Mexican drug dealer. Get high today. Get high. <laughs> Wait. See the cartel. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Well. All right. I'll, I'll go inside the high. <laughs> you go inside the high. Yeah. I'm. I'm on a real, real low, low now. So. Oh. Oh. Anyway. Wait. I would just before we move on to yeah. say this is similar to how they deal with the endangered rhinos in Africa. Did I, I ever tell you that story? I, I listened oh. to that podcast actually. Just how they basically they you know for a greater cause they get. They allow people to go and hunt them every year by selling extremely expensive hunting licenses to, you know, hunt an endangered species. It's somewhere oh. in the order of like $400,000. Oh my. And 
some rich guy will pay and then go to Africa and hunt rhinos. And, you know, there's only, like, how many left on the earth. Right. Like but, two? so they take that $4,000 <laughs> and it's used to conserve rhinos. So. So. So, yeah, you know, it's. And then everybody hates that guy that does that. Sure. And they're like, yeah, but they don't realize that $400,000 is going towards saving maybe Conservation. 10 yeah. other rhinos. Who knows? Right. Huh? Well. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Maybe I mean, it's not related, but. Well, it's it, cool is story. An, it is an interesting concept, though. Yeah, I have nothing to say. <laughs> I mean, I like rhinos, but I don't know. I like little mermaids more. So, whatever. So, the, guy, so the rich guy goes to Africa, kills his rhino. Sends it to his friend. It gets on Facebook. It spreads virally. And then everybody sends death threats to that guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how it well, goes. <laughs> remember, remember the guy who hunted the lion? Yeah. That was probably one of the same deals. Right. People don't know, like, the backstory. I mean, granted, he didn't pay for anything to go to go out and kill that lion. But oh, it, he didn't? I don't think he did. I think he just went out there, wanted to kill, wanted to kill a lion, and he did. Yeah, he, he, just, didn't, he didn't pick that particular one. No. But... But still, it's, you know, why do you want to, like, what? I, yeah, I it's just wrong. don't understand. Yeah, it's yeah, bad. yeah. That's the thing, though. If you get that money, though. Right. But who knows? Yeah. There was a good podcast on this. I forget what it was. <laughs> what was yeah. it? This American Life or what? But No, it was like Radio Lab called. Oh, Radio Lab, yeah. The Rhino Hunter or something. <laughs> uh, Wait, so are you really advertising other people's podcasts in our podcast? It's a good podcast. So you're doing it's one of the like, top ten in the world. So you're literally like advertising other football games during a football game. <laughs> yeah, coming up next on Fox, <laughs> dude. It's a different podcast category. Yeah, yeah. whatever. It's just general they're like stories. A, they're not a competitor. I'm not saying a competitor. I'm just saying they're still podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. All right. I don't fair care. Enough. You you can you can advertise whatever. That's all you I want to say about it. We can right. move on. There you go. Do we have, oh, so one more thing about the winter storm. How many more things do you have? Uh, like 10. <laughs> so, so the lesser known highest total from the snowstorm was actually 66 inches. West Virginia? Where would you guys guess that it was? Oh, God. So, say, say that statement again. So, during the blizzard, they said like the biggest totals were like 40 inches in Pennsylvania, but yeah. there was actually somewhere it got 66. 66? Okay. West Virginia. Um, where do we think the down. total was? I'm going to guess... From Thursday into Sunday. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Um, All right, so we're going, we're going to uh, announce the answer for the next podcast, so stay tuned. <laughs> well, I'm going to guess... Uh, I'll give you a hint. I'll go with... I'll go with... Uh, darn. Char- Charleston, West Virginia. Ooh, that's a city. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Okay. All right, I'm going to go with... Um, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> okay. Bowl, bowl. That's, it's, it could be <laughs> sixty-six inches off. Andy, I know it's a long shot, but Mount Washington. Oh, close. Oh, really? Actually, not really close, but almost close. Let's say it was—it's the, the highest point in the Appalachian Mountains. Where is that? <laughs> oh, it's a. Uh... I don't know the Appalachian. Oh, I just watched a video. It's on Andy's tongue. Mount Katahdin, or yeah. what? Something like is that. It that no. Oh, it's not the Mount highest? Cadizen? Isn't that in Maine or something? No. no. Where is the highest? Mount Mitchell. Where Mitchell. is that? North Carolina. Wait, really? 66 in inches. That is a lot of snow. I think it's 7,000 feet. Wow. Are they on the northern side of the state? Like, the 
Northwestern side? Yeah. Yeah. In the mountain area. Yeah. Oh, that's where Matt's bar is going. They have a weather station up there. I've gone on vacation out there before. It's beautiful. I'm sure it's even more beautiful with 66 inches oh, of snow yeah. on the ground. 66 <laughs> inches? I don't, I don't even want to do that. 66 inches. 66 inches. That's, that's a lot of like, snow. That's like how tall I am. Wow. That's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm yeah, five, it's taller than you, man. I'm five, six, five, seven. <laughs> Holy crap! Well, there you go. You better just keep your head above the snow. And wow. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, but Mount Washington's a good one too. Did they get anything? They probably didn't get anything, right? Mm, yeah, they probably got nothing. It cut off pretty much in like Albany South. Nice, man. Good Whatever. Snow, <laughs> That's a um, lot of snow. I it was just say. surprising, like nobody talks about it because it's not New York City. No, no. It's just about Mitchell and North Carolina with rednecks. No one cares about <laughs> North <laughs> Carolina. Yeah. Hey, don't insult that state. <laughs> hey, Matt Brower is going to live there. That's yeah, true. Near there. I <laughs> like I like North Carolina. Yeah. Good place. I like the coast. Yeah. Me too. Michael Jordan's from there. That's true. It's my hero. No, Tony Romo is your hero. No, I grew up idolizing Michael Jordan. I believe I can fly. That's right. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not his song. That's his song? Well, it's from Space Jam. Oh, uh, man, what is that, 97? <laughs> wow, Can't that's remember. a long time ago. 94? No, it was, uh, it was 96, <laughs> I think. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> of course, I'm really good at Road that. Roadrunner. <laughs> anyway, we should get on to the next topic. We hey, should. we're having a good podcast. This is good so far. This is cool. I mean, actually, we would like some feedback from you guys. I mean, do you st- do you really want to hear some Asian kid like talking about random stuff? I mean, do we really want to hear some Alabama? <laughs> I, I think the word you're looking for is Alabamian. Easy. Yeah, you. <laughs> hey, to talk about stuff, I don't know. To be, to be fair, I I'm not really from there. I mean, I was. I live, I, live, I live most of my life there, but my family is not from there. So yeah. wait, wait, is your family from? AZ. Jersey and Seattle. Oh, Jersey? God. Yeah. Oh my god. You lived there, you were born and raised there. Wait, I, I was there? born in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Dude, you could have lived in Seattle. <laughs> yeah. But instead, you had to choose between Jersey and Alabama. Well, my dad, my dad always wanted to live. Anyway, in Colorado, anyway, let's just move on. I, uh, well, I guess I just want to take this chance to welcome comments. I guess. Yeah. Hit us up. Contact at bordercast.com. Before we move on to the next topic, though, do you want to answer this viewer question okay. or listener question? Yeah, let's do it. Before we get viewer, what kind of viewer? I don't know. Like. Secret, okay. secret camera? One of your fans. Oh my god. <laughs> I have a lot. Alright. The question is... So, it's got a picture that goes along with it, so that's going to be hard for the viewers. Can you do, like, Jeopardy style? Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It doesn't, you don't really need to see the picture. It's just an infrared image of clouds over the United States. And? Okay. That's the picture. But the question is from... Eric in Atlanta. All the way from Atlanta. What up, Atlanta? Um, I have a question about interpreting satellite images and water vapor. Um, yeah. When looking at these types of satellite images, so his picture is just an infrared image, and I don't know what he means by water vapor, but 
It's not a water vapor image. That's different, right? Yeah. Yep. So this is just a specifically uh, infrared image. Basically tells you the temperature of the clouds. Correct. So um, when looking at these types of satellite images, I can understand that the, that the gray-colored clouds are generally warmer and at lower altitudes, while those clouds highlighted with colors are typically colder and at higher altitudes. Yep. Okay, yeah. Wow. Good. Sure. Good. Good, good job here. Okay. Jeopardy style. You passed. What is <laughs> intro satellite mirage? <laughs> right there. there you have it. <laughs> that question. <laughs> Which would be met. 240. I don't know. <laughs> Shut the hell up. So I'm the sorry. root of this question basically stems from, is there any way that you can basically take these satellite images and know the altitude where the clouds are? Or you can estimate the altitude of where the clouds are? Yeah, you can. Yeah, of course. You just need... What would you, you need? Just, you just need the temperature near the surface. And then... That would be good, you too. You just need to subtract the... Um, yeah, you, you need a temperature difference, then you assume it's a, you know, whatever lapse rate you use, right. which it, is the uh, temperature change over the right. profile, of, vertical profile of the atmosphere. You can go with dry adiabatic? You can't go with dry adiabatic. <laughs> you, you could go with environmental. You could go dry adiabatic. No, you, 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 you cannot. You cannot go with dry adiabatic because it's, it has clouds. Well, so it's you, not dry at well, you could it has go, to be moist at the back. Well, it depends on the depth of the cloud. True. That's why you probably need surface temperature and probably need a skew T. Right, exactly. Near the, somewhere. Yeah. Yep. I think the, the best bet would be go to dry adiabatic, though. I disagree. Especially if it was just like a... I disagree. I think the best... Yeah, I guess I, you're right. If it's a deep, like, thunderstorm cloud. I think... Yeah. I think yeah. having a skew T on hand would be a really good idea, though. Because then then you could assume dry adiabatic to a certain level and then go moist. And I know where the cloud base is. Exactly. Yeah. So, skew T is, uh... Essentially, it's... Skew T log P diagram is a tool used by meteorologists, which is collected from uh, weather balloons which describe the temperature and the humidity profile of the atmosphere. There you go, man. High five. five. And, also, <laughs> and also the uh, the wind. Yeah, the sure. The wind, wind profile. Yep. The, 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 wind prof- the horizontal wind profile, essentially, yeah. Vertical, I guess so. Yeah. You can, you can do that, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying that... So, Jeopardy style is, <laughs> what is... A good question? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Eric, for your great question. I think there's also a relationship between brightness temperature, which is kind of like what the infrared satellite mm-hmm. image is measuring and like and height in the atmosphere. It's like a I think it's like a it's like from radiation class, there's like a relationship between one of the equations. I can't I think remember. That would assume a standard atmosphere though, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean you have to assume that, but I mean, you, you can if you get didn't like, have any other yeah, way. Yeah, if you didn't have any other way, yeah. That's another mm. way to do it. You know, you, this could, you, a... could, you could derive it and then, yeah. like, use an equation to calculate. But it would be based on, yeah. you know, average or, like, a standard atmosphere. This was actually a comps question. His question was essentially a comps question on hmm. the radiation exam this past January. Wow. It was ba- basically we had to determine what... What the height of the cloud was based on its bright, based on its brightness temperature and the surface temperature, and so I assumed a dry adiabatic lapse rate from the ground all the way to the base of the cloud, and 
got the height that way. So you should. Yep. That would be our ideal way to do it. I guess would be would be. But you, I guess you just really want to know if you can look at that and say that clouds at thirty thousand feet or. I don't know. Can you? Well, I mean, you know, if there's mix? like, if there's like, you know, convection or like a lot of thunderstorm activity, well, yeah. you can, you can make an assumption that's probably near like the tropopause. Sure. Yeah. So you can make an estimate. It's probably around 200 millibars, maybe. So maybe right. 30, 40,000 feet, something like that. If you're, you know, if you're a meteorologist, I guess, and yeah. you kind of understand that kind of stuff, but. Because usually the thunderstorms will, you know, will, you know, can't go above the topopause because right. the temperature increases as you get into the lower stratosphere. Do you notice that a lot of infrared uh, satellite imagery doesn't have the temperature scale on it? Yeah. Did you notice that or do they? No, you're right. So I don't think you'd be able to do anything. <laughs> so it's like you have a... You have a lack of information whenever you look at that. You're just basing your thought process on what the colors show, what the color scheme is showing. I guess this one, this one doesn't have temperature. It just says like low, warm, and cold. I guess I don't know. Interesting. And I don't think many of them have it on there because most of them are just white. Having like enhanced infrareds. I don't. I don't know. Like I a, the, with blues the, and colored. The uh, infrared satellite images I look at, they do have temperature still. Yeah. I don't know. Some of them do. Because people gotta use it, man. <laughs> so what I mean, would you say if you saw a cloud over Denver uh-huh. that had a temperature of 200 and, I don't know, 40 Kelvin? Uh-huh. How would you figure out what height that is? What height that is? Yeah. You just, you need the temperature at Denver's okay. service to do that. So just explain it step by step. So you would get the service temperature oh, to Denver? Oh god, really? So say Denver has temperature of 50 degrees. So that would be... 10 degrees two, Celsius. Yeah. So that would be 283 Kelvin. Yeah. So minus 240 degrees Kelvin, that will be 43 degree Kelvin. Mm-hmm. So assume the temperature profile is not dry diabetic. So dry diabetic last rate is about 10 degrees. Uh, Kelvin or degree Celsius per kilometers, which I assume is not that. So, so I would say that, like yeah, less than that. So it's like okay. eight degrees sure. per Kelvin. So I got forty three. So it's eight. About so it's about five point five. Five point yeah yeah five point three. So yeah five point three five point four yeah. So the kilometers from Denver. So it's about above Denver. So the cloud top would be. 5.5 kilometers above Denver, so about 5,500 meters, which is how many in feet? <laughs> so it's about uh, three and a half miles above Denver. Yeah. 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 1.6-ish miles yep. per kilometer. Sounds so right. Yep. Three point something. So miles. we're talking about... Twenty some thousand? 20-something thousand, so it's about a little <laughs> under 500 millibars. Yeah. Depending on time of the year. Yeah. Hey, if I can do math on a Friday night... So can you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we figured that cloud is about 500 millibars, 20,000 feet. Mm-hmm. And I guess his, his ultimate goal was to decide if you could use that to determine if that cloud was going to interact with the mountains and cause snow. Hmm. 
Do so, we, okay. Do we understand the question? Okay. Yes. <clears throat> so I guess the the question really. Well, I guess the 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 question is, or at least my point of view is, if there's a cloud, it doesn't necessarily lead to snow or rain or any form of precipitation. So my answer is, you cannot tell. Because how can you tell、mm-hmm. if it's precipitating or not by just looking at oh there's a cloud、mm-hmm. from top, like you you see the cloud top right from the satellite image you don't really know what's happening at the cloud base. So my answer is you cannot tell if it's precipitating or not. You always need ground truth, which you know like an observer, weather station, or you know mirages or rent or any people pictures、mm-hmm. or anything. Sure. Because looking at from the top to bottom, you can't tell. <laughs> like if you're looking at a sandwich from the outside, you can't tell what kind of sandwich it is. If there's a small piece of meat. Yeah, if it's a sandwich. <laughs> if you're looking from top down, you can you only see the bread. You you don't really see the meat, right? That's a good analogy. I like, I like it, Ben. High five. Yeah, High five. Yeah. Hey, my analogy is perfect, though. I'm telling you. I think you can. You can. I mean, I agree. I agree with that. I think you can infer. If you look at the animation, like the past say four hours of the satellite, if you see like the cloud, like the temperatures like getting colder with time, you can kind of infer that that lift in that area is like increasing. Yeah. So you can say like, well, there's probably a decent chance that there's going to be some some rain or snow or、mm-hmm. or something like that. But like where where it'll be is you know is more fuzzy because it could be. You know, they can vary、yeah. from where the cloud is and where the precip is. Well, that, you know, that's that's the other thing. These sat these satellite images, we we're looking at we're looking at them without being able to see the three dimensional perspective of it. So we're we're basically looking at the horizontal evolution of these clouds. So you so if it if it's grow if it's spreading horizontally, then chances are it could also be. Spreading vertically as well, and I mean, obviously, that may not always be the case. But I mean, obviously, it's just it's just going to depend on what kind of situation we're in. You know, do we have? I mean, are we over the Great Plains, and are we talk? Are we talking about a highly convective situation, or are we talking about an orographic situation where the air is neutrally stable? And it's basically just forced to ascend the mountain, and maybe maybe the cloud maybe the cloud heights are increasing just from that and nothing else. So situational for sure. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> I would say、yeah. you wouldn't really want to use infrared satellite for that application. No, I don't think so. I mean, there's other methods. There's, yeah. To make it easier on yourself, yeah. Like what? I mean, like what methods? Like from satellite, radio. Well, not from satellite. Oh yeah, not from definitely、satellite. not from satellite. Okay,、yeah, not just from satellite. I just think yeah, you'd be beating around the bush to try and get a temperature from that. Yeah. <laughs> At a certain height, I don't、yeah. know. Good question, though. That's、okay. a great question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. looking at the right maps. Although I, I personally don't use infrared that much. I don't know what you guys think about it. <laughs> I use vapor. Well. Yeah, I do like water vapor and visible. V- visible is definitely my favorite. Visible is limited in daytime, though. Of course, well, so、yeah. I, I don't want to get too But, you know, dependent on that. That's true. Once once、uh, this rapid scan 
becomes is it fully operational now? What? Or, uh, I'm not sure. But you but you still have the limitation of only daylight available. Well, that's true. However, the the ghost when when the ghost R is fully operational with the rapid scan technology, that the satellite's going to update on images every minute. So in the whole US? Yeah. I mean, HD? It's, it's good. <laughs> well, what do you mean HD? I mean, high res. It, it is HD, kind of. I mean, right now it's somewhat. Can you zoom in on like a little area and have like? Can't remember what the resolution is, but res- I mean, if you work for the CIA, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's a there's a satellite now that's I think it's called the Sumi NPP mm-hmm. satellite, where it's it it's not infrared, but it it uses some different wavelength channel but mm-hmm. it's like visible but at night and so you can see much more detail than infrared and it's kind of like experimental right now i can't remember what wavelength it uses but it's actually really good oh uh, like near ir i don't know i it might be yeah <laughs> i don't know but it's really good i think it uses the brightness of the moon possibly interesting maybe huh and just tall huh but you guys should check it out. <laughs> is it like two, is that what it does, really? Well, I don't, Maybe it's I don't tuned know much. To the specific wavelengths uses, the moon reflects. Yeah, something like that. Wow, really? Some, something about like the night, night, nighttime brightness and something. I don't know. Yeah, but the moon doesn't always shine either. So like half of the month, you got nothing, or well, literally mm-hmm. barely anything. Anyway, it's, good it's question. Good it's a good though. Yeah, it was a good question. Yeah. All right. Good, so, di- good dialogue everywhere on that topic. All right. Do you have more questions or do we move on since, uh, yeah. Um, that's our only question Yeah. for okay. this episode. For now. So keep it coming. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Yeah, thanks, Eric. What if we got any snow from the blizzard in Georgia? Well, are we ready for the final section of the show? I'm always ready. Sure, yeah, I'm ready. Final countdown. Well, yeah. not really. It will be another like thirty minutes of talking. <laughs> this is like a throwback to our first five episodes where we did the forecast for the week ahead. Oh my! <laughs> oh boy! Except this could be. This could be a bust. The bust, or one of the best <laughs> snowstorms of the year. It's not gonna be a bust based on my spurious correlation. <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> well, I'm talking about bust in terms of our forecast. Well, your forecast. I don't, I don't really. Forecast. Dude, Mac got a speeding ticket. Tomorrow he's gonna get like a. It's gonna be reckless driving ticket. It's gonna be a two footer. Telling you right now. <laughs> this has to live up to Hurricane Katrina standards. No, I have no legitimate physical explanation for why, but it just will. All right, snowstorm forecast for Colorado. Go. Uh, I got nothing. Oh, okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> I just give us a number for Boulder. Hey, I'm just here to entertain people. You, but you're a good forecaster. We I am, but I didn't forecast for this one. Yeah, I can well, start. Dude, I had a long, okay. hard day, man. It's okay. long and hard. Fair enough. <laughs> it's uh, very hard. What? A, what? What do you say? Go, go for it. <laughs> I'll just start by saying the models have been picking up on the storm for five days now. Yep. And like more than a week in advance, which is kind of eerily similar to the East Coast storm. Right. Like yep. how it just pretty much the, it's remained pretty much the same in the models for the last five days, more or less. A little bit of wiggles north and south. Of course. Pretty much same intensity, same location. 
Let's let's hope it goes further north. <laughs> yeah, but it's looking pretty good. I don't know what you guys think, but we got the classic kind of snowstorm setup for the front range coming across the the low pressure coming ashore in California and coming across the uh, Four Corners region. Right. Okay. You know, digging down through Arizona, northern Arizona, and coming into southern Colorado. Decently slow moving storm, which is going to help us. Yeah, there's snowfall totals. Yeah, since you know the way that the models are trending and continuing to trend is that the storm will be just a little bit too far south uh, to give us the best snow. I don't know if you guys saw that. What, yeah. what your guys' thoughts were? But yeah, the core of the system will be kind of in the Texas, uh, Oklahoma Panhandle region. So yeah, maybe a little bit north of there. Yeah, the Euro- European looked actually a little. A little better than the GFS today. It had like a little over an inch Ooh. of inch of liquid, close to like one point two inches of liquid. So whoa, that would be a lot of snow. Yeah, yeah. fifteen. At least, lot. yeah. And usually, <laughs> I was about to say. Oh, and usually <laughs> it's gonna be cold for this storm. Usually, it's the other way around, where the GFS is you know more bullish than the European. So that's a good sign. Is the European just more north, or is it just more intense or slower moving, or? I, I didn't look. But... <laughs> I didn't look too much at the euro. I just knew. I thought it was actually further north. Or, yeah, further north. You know what? Oh, okay. Isn't the 18Z what... run looks pretty good for us. Yeah. I think even the 12Z was looking pretty good. It's... Pretty much all the... They've come more around than they have. Are they... Been. Is it further north on these most recent runs? Um, No. I don't think so. Okay. Yesterday, I think, well, the GFS you're looking at? Yes. Yeah. The GFS was pretty north yesterday, actually. Yeah. It had the heaviest snow, actually, in Denver. Oh, boy. With kind of a low in southern Colorado. Yes, yeah, suck it, Peyton. <laughs> well, well he but it's... he's probably in San Francisco right now. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's like, gonna... Oh, Santa Clara. What, whatever. <laughs> it's not going to affect him at all. So I'm going to go back. Suck it, the Fs. Yeah, so I think it just looks like a pretty good setup. Good, it does, good yeah. to know. I'm ready. <laughs> I just fixed my car. It does, yeah. And uh, but a lot of cold air with it, too. Like some of the the GFS Ensemble is showing temperatures near zero, middle of next week behind the front. I mean, behind the snowstorm. So, you know, with the cold air and the snow cover on the gra- on the ground, we could be... I don't know. Have we gone below zero this year yet? I don't think so. Not in Boulder. So, so this will probably be our first I think time. Greeley was. Oh, Greeley. Okay. And yeah. probably Alamosa. Probably. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alamosa's oh, probably big. Make it twenty. Yeah. Gunnison, Gunnison as well. So oh, yeah. I'll I'll I'll, I'll forecast that this will be our first below zero. Ooh, Ooh the, that's of, a bold one. I'm the, not that confident in the, the cold of, air behind the front yet. Of the season. Well, I mean, it's a pretty good push, a cold air, because, like, uh, well, I've been focusing on the Pacific, but basically the ridge moves into Alaska, and usually when that happens, all the cold air in Canada just moves southward because it just the way the flow goes. So, I mean, my, I agree. So, my prediction is that this is going to be our coldest time of the year. Was this in line with your polar vortex breakdown you're mentioning? Um, I'm not sure because it was that sort of a while ago. That was a few weeks ago. So what would be the delay in that? 
between the, it's like usually a few weeks index you were mentioning pna or arctic oscillation oh arctic oscillation it's usually a few weeks Mm -hmm. so maybe could be could be that was like three weeks ago i would say okay man this could be a massive yeah it could be that i mean it's gonna be a massive storm i mean right now the trajectory of the low is track it seems to be tracking through on one basically starting like monday morning yep through like tuesday yeah. and, and you have you have a strong easterly flow the entire time that's like, the thing i'm thinking i mean that 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 by itself and even and even on the back side you still are going to have some sort of you know some sort of easterly easterly flow and i and i know just from re- from past storms we've i mean we will be under the influence of this easterly flow and there'll just be this little sliver of of like precipitation over the front range. It'll be like straight over yep. the boulder. Yep, that's what I it's see, kind I of can, looking like. It'll just linger in all the way into Tuesday. I can just see that happening again. So, a lot of uncertainty with this. That's what's most impressive to me was just the extended period of up, upslope. Mm-hmm. Somewhere between 24 and 36 hours. Yeah. From Monday morning into Tuesday afternoon. That's what I'm saying as well. So, you know, even though the core of the system will be pretty far to the, well, relatively far to the south, we have a hefty easterly component. Yeah. You know, it's 15 to 25 knots for hours, almost due east, too, like yeah. the perfect direction. It's, and then it switches to northeast a little bit it, yeah, at the, the end. But the low looks like in this GFS run that it's pretty much on the border of Colorado and New Mexico. A little bit further <laughs> south than we'd like. Yeah. Yeah. But... Well, I would agree with that analysis. There was a uh, what uh, we had an earlier storm in December, and the storm was really far south, but we ended up getting a decent amount out of it. Right. Wait, was that the surprise storm, or a different one? Um, or we got eleven inches in one morning. <laughs> no, maybe the one we got like six inches, maybe. Okay. But yeah, that one was pretty far south too, so maybe these El Nino, you know, type systems. Or you know a little bit stronger, so they they don't have to be as far north. Maybe they're more wound up, and uh, I don't know. But I'm just presuming. <laughs> I'm just I'm wondering how the El Nino has been impacting. Like this storm track's been pretty persistent for like six weeks now. Mm-hmm. Just coming ashore in California and sliding over, but there's never been kind of the right system yeah. to take advantage yeah. of it. You know, as everything's yeah. been weak and yep. barely making it over the mountains. Yeah. For one reason or another. Yeah. It's absolutely so true. So, it's like a... Well, besides that Christmas storm. Uh, is that the one you're thinking of? Possibly, yeah. It, yeah, it was really far south because New Mexico got hammered. But we only got like a few inches, five inches. That's why I, <clears throat> I remember when I was in Alabama, the, the Sun Bowl was on. And the Sun Bowl <laughs> was in El Paso. Oh, man. And they were caught... And yeah, for the first time, I guess, ever... The sun bowl was actually the snow bowl. Oh, that's right. Because it did snow in El Paso as well. El Paso. On the 26th, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. After day after Christmas. Well, this is like an interesting... uh... Oh, go ahead. Go for it. This might be something worth discussing, maybe. Uh, So, like, you were saying, uh, Ben, like, we've been pretty active, you know, like the past six weeks or whatever. I would just say the southern track's been active. Southern, Southern track, yeah. So... 
like as part of this like ENSO mission, they have like daily discussions like over the tropics and stuff. And so like there's this like oscillation in the Indian Ocean. It's called like the Madden Julian oscillation right, or yeah. MJO. And they were showing some observations today where like the convection is or thunderstorm activity, you know, is more confined right now to like just north of Australia. So it's pretty far west. And so uh, they were saying that, like, that's supposed to transition over the next two weeks into kind of a little bit more eastward and, like, right. south south of the equator. And so kind of like we've been having sort of a ridge over us, I would say, in the past week or two. Right. And so they, 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 they presumed that... Uh, the convection more further west leads to a ridge off the west coast. And so when that shifts, when that convection shifts more eastward, which they're expecting in a few weeks because the MJO is an oscillation, they're expecting that that ridge in the west coast will break down and you'll get even more systems coming oh, wow. in. But I don't know. Do you guys know the connection between the MJO and... I, the extra tropics. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm not the. I'm. I wouldn't be the person to talk about the NJO with because I haven't really studied it much. Yeah. So anyway, if if that's right, then we would probably get even more. You know, maybe some atmospheric rivers coming into the west coast and potential for a, you know like a active February. Pump more of that moisture in. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Should be an interesting next few months. El Nino's not over yet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Was is it is it the the strongest El Nino ever now? I or think is, so. I think so. I'm, I'm not sure. Just, I, don't know. Just, I think as far as temperature anomaly, instantaneous. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is, but as far as maintaining that heat content yeah. over, I don't know. Remains to be seen. Maybe. I mean, there's like you know, a half dozen or more metrics you could use to describe it. Of course. And some of them it's the strongest, and I'd say some of them it's not. So, what do you say? <laughs> the different uh, regions, three, you know, Nino three, Nino four. You, I think you said it best. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's many ways we total could, ocean content. Heat there's, content. there's many ways you can evaluate the how strong an El Nino is. So true. You, so you can't really just judge just based on one index, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'd say it's equal. <laughs> Just because it's too hard to say. Oh, yeah. By various metrics it is, by some well, it's not. And Andy said last time that how narrow this one is. Yeah, it's it very just looks... clustered to the equator. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's a huge connection compared to 98 where it was, like, really broad. And then this one, it seems a little bit narrower. Mm -hmm. And it's still really strong, but... There seems like there's definitely some differences that yeah. will probably come out in the subsequent papers and you know research and everything. They'll talk about the talk uh, about it. And... Talk about oceanography. <laughs> Rossby waves. Ross waves. Oh my god! But I don't know oh if you god. I don't know if you guys heard though. They're they're actually forecasting it to move into neutral conditions so, as we go into the summer. So. Oh. I was just really surprised that they were actually, that they're expecting that. Yeah. You know, I, was, I, I mean, yeah. obviously they're basing it on model predictions, but. Yeah, models and. So a quick, 
a quick transition to neutral? Well, they're saying like it could last into June. Okay. But they're they're saying it could go to La Nina next year. Oh boy. Yeah, that's what that's the fair. Yeah. That's where the plumes are taking it. Sure. But I guess they say historically when you get a really strong El Nino, it tends to exit sooner. But I'm not sure why that is. Yeah, I don't know either. Is that because uh, it pumps so much we, so much we heat? Really know why though? Well, but I'm we just speculate. I'm just spec- I'm <laughs> yeah. just asking. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Just better swing. Is that because yeah. it's pumped so much heat out of the ocean? Well, because it's an oscillation, so it has to swing back at some point. If it's a strong, stronger swing to the left, then it's stronger swing to swing to the right. Just like Obama is right now, you know, is in charge now. Next term is Trump. But I mean, I mean, but I mean, El Nino goes through like, (laughs) you know, like decadal cycles. So it can last, you know, sometimes for. Whoa. It can sometimes last for more than one year. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I'm, I'm, that's, that's my understanding. I mean, what happened in 98? Did it swing back to El Nino in 99? It's a good question. Yeah. I think it did. Yeah, I mean, Andy. To like a moderate one, Andy, too. if you just nod your, or shake your head, the listener won't understand. You have to say, yeah. It went to a cold phase for a few years. Are you looking at the, the site I think you're looking at? Multivariate, multivariate ENSO index? Yeah, Yep. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I guess you're right, because the 1982-83 El Nino, which can be comparable to 98 also went into like neutral conditions so hmm, that's really interesting so so what does that mean for this snowstorm coming up i don't know (laughs) (laughs) we moved away the climate discussion (laughs) well i just thought it was interesting to discuss should we for for our listeners should we should we we throw out some numbers go for it we got, oh, for the, for the prediction for Boulder's snowfall total. Oh, one second. Are we doing like the uh, like the like right before a football game and like a bunch of random dudes just you know like hanging out like around a robin table and then just you know throwing out? Oh, I think this game is definitely this. This team is going to win. Brady is going to play no. so bad. They're going to crush him. And no. Blah blah blah. <laughs> just a number and nothing else. A single number or a range. Well, let's go with the number. Okay, so, things interesting. So technically, and, if and you if you combine our numbers and you know buy Powerball, you probably win. <laughs> Should we do to the nearest hundredth or nearest tenth? Oh, God. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> really, really, Andy. Let's go well, to the nearest inch. Well, because like we had a a forecast, uh, we had that forecast lab that you guys go to. Yeah, and. Uh, we like forecasted how much snow Boulder was going to get for one of the storms, and uh, one of the students forecasted it to the nearest hundredth. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Wait, and he nailed it? Well, I mean, he he didn't nail it, but uh, right. we were, we were just surprised that he was that trying to be that accurate. Oh my god, that's insane! That's nonsense. I mean, I mean, I mean, one block away, you may get like a few inches difference, <laughs> north, south facing, or whatnot. I mean. Are we doing Boulder Airport, I assume? No, official Boulder measurement. Or anywhere in Boulder, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Average um... across the whole county, or...? <laughs> <laughs> nope, city of Boulder. I'm going to be Denver. Alright, give me a number, Steiner. Okay. Well, given my spurious correlation that I was talking about before, I'm going to go... Wait, wait. Extreme... Yeah. Let's say you give your number and you give... 
a, one or two reasons why you think it might be. Oh, all right. Sounds good. Just like <laughs> a couple, like a, you're going like to be last. A couple, like a couple, like physical explanation of. All right. Like yeah. long duration or something like that. Optimistically, I am going with 18 inches. And my reason is the spurious correlation that I was mentioning before, which is purely not scientific and barely statistical. <laughs> and equals to two. And reason two, I mean, the mo- I mean, just based on the model observation, I mean, there, you know, Certainly, the storm could track further south, and we could completely miss. But then again, it could track further north, and we could be even further in the bullseye. So uh, you're talking about nothing, and and with, <laughs> and certainly with the you know certainly with uh, with these runs that are these these recent model runs that are showing persistently strong easterly flow over our area and lots of moisture, in the, obviously in the area. I mean that could produce significant hourly snow, you know, hourly rates of snowfall. What do you think of your rates? I mean, depending on what the temperature is, um, it's true. I would say, you know, two inches an hour wouldn't be unreasonable. Woo. If the winds are that strong. Yeah. 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 We'll have to see. Yeah. I mean, it, probably more likely inch an hour, but... Yeah, I mean, Andy said but, but again, that that obviously depends on <laughs> what the temperature is during the day on Monday. As Andy as Andy was saying, there's a lot of cold air being pushed, being ushered down. So that would certainly play a role mm-hmm. in the in the moisture availability and what the snow what the snowfall rates could be. So that would be my second reason. Cool. Okay. Uh, Andy said one or two reasons, and That's good. Steiner That's gave like fifteen. Sorry. Sixteen. That's no, sixteen. That's good. <laughs> ben? Actually, I counted three. eighteen. So, what was your official total? Eighteen. Eighteen inches, inches. for Bowler. Whoa, Ben. I don't know if I can compete with that number. <laughs> don't. <laughs> well, I think I'm gonna have to go with twelve inches. Twelve. All right. A foot, a foot long. Twelve inches for Bowler. <laughs> Alrighty. The reasons are: I don't think we'll have. That significant of snowfall rates, but it remains to be seen. I guess we'll see because you know with the low pressure pretty far away and the jet kind of in that area in south. I don't think we'll be seeing any upper level dynamics impacting the area significantly. You know, getting the heavy banded snowfall. I think it'll be purely upslope for Boulder, but. 24 to 30 hours of that can really add up, so. That's why you want to go with... 12 inches. A quarter inch to half an inch per hour times 30 hours. There you go. (laughs) And I would... So slow? Okay. It would come in with... I think heaviest snow will be Monday, kind of afternoon into evening. Monday? That late? Okay. Snow beginning sometime Monday morning. All right. Andy? 12 inches, 18 inches. Can you beat those? <laughs> Where are you going, Andy? Uh, let's see. I'm telling you, 18 plus 12 divided by 2. <laughs> Was this Moss or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing, I would say I think Denver's going to do okay, but not as good as Boulder. So lower than 12? Homer Divide, probably. 
higher. Pushing 15 to 20 inches? Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, on the north side, at least? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe on the south side, too, but depending on how they get the downslope and whatever. But Denver, I think, will be in like the 6 to 10 inch range. All right, Dr. Cran. Cran? I'll be honest, I really haven't looked at it very much, but I will give a guess. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, I would say based on historical storms since I've been here, I guess, and being an El Nino year, knowing how they can lead to an active storm track and an impressive storm, I'll say 14 inches. Ooh. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, so I think... One thing is the cold air that Matt pointed out. So that will, I think, with the cold air, now it, it will cut down on moisture availability, mm-hmm. but I think the snow to liquid ratio will be higher. And so, <laughs> even as Ben said, you'll get like a longer duration, but you could get, you know, more dendritic crystals, which will lead to, you know, a faster accumulation over, you know, a long duration event. So I guess yeah. that would be my, my thinking on it. We saw in the BoulderCast models that the snow-liquid ratios were like 25 to 1. Wow. Yeah. That was like, really is that a model error? I don't think that's, that's possible, but I don't think that's possible. Wait, so so put that in words, 25, yeah, so five one inches of rain makes 25, 25 inches of snow. snow. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah, it was like twenty to twenty. I mean, usually the last few storms we've been in the eighteen to one range. Wow, it's like it's like a giant oh, horse, man. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our yeah. snow algorithm, any snow algorithm, was spitting out twenty to twenty five for most of the area for a good chunk of the storm. So twenty five inches. That was a couple days ago. I don't know what it is now. Yeah. Yeah. to be honest, I can look right I, now. I yeah. can't speak about how good the algorithm is, but. It's kind of what the weather service uses, so I kind of modeled it after them. But it basically looks at the temperature in the layer and fits that to, you know, an equation. What? I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. there's a theoretical relationship between the temperature and the snow-to-liquid ratio. Okay. okay. But then it takes that into account, but also takes into account the vertical motion. At each oh. individual layer, and kind of like well, normal secrets normalizes it. <laughs> wow. Normalizes too much it. information. <laughs> Just kidding. But it's a very easy way to implement, and so that's what the weather. That's why the weather service uses it. And okay. So in the at the most part, it would be on the high end. So it kind of gives a forecaster like you know this is the worst case scenario, kind of thing. So um, yeah, that would be my other reason and snow liquid ratio and just the fact that also. <laughs> They they seem to inflate actual measurements in Boulder, so that should kick it up a few inches as well. Yeah, NWS <laughs> seems to really get overboard, wiping like, away. What, what is NWS is saying right now? What are they saying? Yeah, why are they saying how many inches of snow? Um, I don't know. Look it up. Yeah, I haven't looked it up either. Anyway, I think uh, last I saw they said six to twelve. Six to twelve only for the Denver Metro, not specifically mentioning Boulder. Oh, well, a pretty prominent. Noah scientist is saying put out this map is saying eight to fourteen inches. Okay, is that for Denver or Boulder? <clears throat> for Boulder. Boulder, for Boulder. There we go. Um, <clears throat> this is only through February first, which is only half of the storm, really. Boulder is <laughs> six to eight. For, Boulder's uh, in the six to eight on the border of eight to twelve. Anyway, 
from the NWS, but this is only half of the storm. So my bold prediction is the Lakers gonna win because D'Angelo Russell is doing pretty well. <laughs> Kobe is coming back, is hitting the All Star game, starting in a bit, and uh, the Clippers sucks anyway. <laughs> so this is not a forecast. Um, yeah, so it's a bold prediction. I watch basketball. The fuck? Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me, listener. <laughs> Okay, uh, so as you, um, you know, you guys know the, the show, The Price is Right, right? So I guess my prediction, well, I, and, and frankly, I haven't looked at the models or anything, but I do like Matt Steiner's analysis, and I also do like uh, Andy's analysis. I think Ben's a little bit low bore because... You know, once the wind direction is right, it just boulder can just get hammered because it's so close to the foothills. And right. That's my um... dude. Make your forecast. Okay, my forecast <laughs> is so um, I'm I'm going to do the the prices right. Um, you know, <laughs> that's what I was going to recommend for you. Yep. You better not overbid. Fourteen point one. Well, but anything like you still low, got, low, but Andy anything, still has, or Matt still has eighteen the most. Yeah. So, uh, so. <laughs> and anything lower than twelve would be bands, but anything over fourteen, well, anything below sixteen would be mine. Well, we'll find out what the value of your showcase is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's our um, podcast bonus question. So how? So what is Joseph's uh, NFL football team? A. The New York Giants. B. The Denver Broncos. C. The New England Patriots. And uh, D. The Buffalo Bills. So send your questions to us, and uh, we may send you a gift. We may. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> okay, that's really awkward silence. As okay, a gift as in a uh, a virtual pat on your back. That's true. Good forecast, guys. Good. Yeah. Forecast. Great analysis all over. See how it plays out. Next week we can say who was the worst. Uh oh. Well, who was the bad? Bad. Yeah. Who knows? Eighteen inches. We might get it. Come on, come on, eighteen. It's gonna <laughs> stay thirty-two all day. Thirty-two all day. Thirty-two and those giant snowflakes. Wow, we hit like uh, wow. This uh, is a really long podcast. It's like. Past like stoppage time on the soccer game. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. You never know when it's going to end, though. The ref could blow the whistle at any time. Yeah, right. essentially. <laughs> this podcast could go on all night. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it could save five minutes. And we, actually, we play for we, hours. Yeah, we have to make I always <laughs> want to know how many people actually listen to us. I mean, like, how many people actually listen to my nonsense? It's all like. I don't know. I mean, I, I know a couple of people sent us emails like, uh, who is that? Like, like talk, talk about like my return, like telling me that, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, <laughs> I uh, forget. One, one, one of the fans like sent us an email saying that, oh, we're so happy to see Joseph return. And I said, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, oh, crap. No, I gotta I, come back next week. I, I, I appreciate we- the, uh, the support. Joseph, we were talking about this recently, where, or I, I Secret was admire. Well, yes, I was complaining. Well, why don't I have any fans? Oh yeah, <laughs> there's no. You you have fans. Okay, so uh, Bullycast listeners, if you really like Matt Steiner, uh, Andy Cran, or what Doctor Andy Cran, or 
uh, whoever that is, uh, <laughs> whoever that Italian guy is, <laughs> send us an email and uh, we really appreciate your support. Well, just saying, I mean, I don't know, sure. maybe one day I go to Trader Joe's, you know, on my bike and, you know, put a helmet on and then, you know, and then, and then, and then the dude said, uh, cash or credit? Uh, credit? Oh, you're Joseph, right? Oh, <laughs> Dude, that's already happened like twice. That would be really <laughs> awkward. Did you find a girlfriend yet? Hey. All right, good podcast, guys. Great job, guys. Very a few more things. Okay. All right. Okay, you know what? Joseph. Before we say great job, I don't think we can really judge it's a great job. Well, you know, you know, it's, 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 like, it's, like a, it's like a Republican, you know, candidate debate. The success is determined by the ratings. If the show doesn't have Donald Trump, or if the show doesn't have good ratings, it's not a good show. We don't know yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just, well, I'm same, just messing with you. Look, look, look at your face. It's like a smile went away. Oh my god. <laughs> he's like, he's like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, are you serious, no. Joseph? You freaking Asian kids. Shut the hell up. You don't even speak English. I'm going to deport you. <laughs> Wait, can we deport you? Uh, if you, if you make me commit some crime, we probably can. I don't think we can. He, he's wearing an American flag on his t-shirt. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what was I trying to say? Well, I, I was just saying, you know, it, it, that that is a legitimate point. It, yeah. But, you know, certainly it can apply to anything. Is there like a podcast rank or something like international most listened podcast mm-hmm. ranking? There's a ranking for that? Dude, we gotta hit that at some point. We gotta hit number one at some point. We gotta make our best podcast that's and just plan. hit it. That's the plan. We gotta type up all the script. Like, and then just say whatever, like, on the script. Well, of course, I'm not going on the script because that would be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> because my jokes just came out from nowhere. You gotta write like your from, jokes. <laughs> you know, you know what, Ben? You know what, Ben? Talk about your announcement, like, your last few things that you want to say. We have a belated Christmas gift. Oh boy. For who? Now this is from my mom. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Oh they're a little bit large. Oh my god, they are large, man. They're a little bit big for you guys, Holy but there was a deal. Cow. It's beautiful. <laughs> it this might... is large, man. <laughs> This is freaking large. It is so beautiful. Just, this is large. Just put it in the dryer. Oh, okay. This will shrink. It's 100% cotton. Nah, I don't want to put it in the dryer. Yeah. This is... I need to hand wash this, man. <laughs> oh my god, this is great. Awesome. This great. is beautiful, man. Wow. I can't... So beautiful. You can send your regards to my mom. She sent uh, everybody a shirt. Dude, uh, <laughs> we got we got wear this and put this online. Oh yeah, we do. On the next hike, for sure. Wait, when are we going to the next... Oh, whatever. We can talk about this later. But anyways... These we all just got T-shirts. Well, game, well, <laughs> game night. If you couldn't tell from listening, we we could take we could organize a picture tomorrow night during game night. We can Let's do that. All wear T-shirts. We can do that. I could. Yeah. We can do that. <laughs> Hell yeah! Might have to wash it and shrink it in time. There you go. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah. But anyways, the listeners will be able to pick up T-shirts from our website. Oh, oh yeah. can they? Sometime in the next few weeks. Really? So they can like literally like buy our t-shirts? Yeah. Well, your t-shirts? Technically, yeah. I'm just a special guest. <laughs> no, you're going to develop that Moss program for us. <laughs> that will ever happen. Like, <laughs> I've got a lot of work to do, man. I got yelled, at my, yelled by my advisor all, all, all the time, whatever. Today? No, not yell, but you know, like, Joseph, you're, you're not 
you, you got a lot of work to do, you know that, right? Oh, crap, yeah, I know. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's, that's the announcement that you want to get? Yeah, we'll be having a store online. Okay. Uh, sometime soon. Oh, okay, wow. But who Fine. knows what'll be in there? Magnets, coffee mugs, shirts. Well, give us ideas, chains, I guess. Stickers? <laughs> uh, I don't know about keychains. That's a little bit. I think awkward. stickers are pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah I, like I, stickers, wanna, yeah. I already want a sticker. I want a sticker. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be the first order. Stickers. Li- nah. License plate. I, w- I want like a hand brewed give, give me a few stickers. I want to put it on my car and my girlfriend's car. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Even on, on the Corolla. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> on the Corolla. It's just Straight your girlfriend, man. Hey. It's just your girlfriend's car, man. I mean, my girlfriend is my car. <laughs> I'm not gonna put anything on her. Well, him, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, all right, uh, we got two more things. Thank yes. you, Ben. Thank you, by the way. Thank you. Thanks to my mom. Thanks. Shout out to my mom for Pennsylvania. Thank, thanks, Ben's mom. Thanks, thanks. thanks Mrs. Casolani. Yes, thank you. Yeah. We'll bleep it out. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> it's fine. I just like fuck <laughs> Um, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to a follower uh, and listener, Mike Pasco, who is a professor of anatomy at the University of Colorado. Oh, really? Complimented us on our new logo and that he liked the podcast. So, nice. So yeah, thanks for listening, Mike. Thanks, well, Mike. Thanks for the word. We're glad. Yeah, Hope you liked the episodes. Anyways. Thanks, Professor Pasco. And finally, to all the listeners, uh, we'd really appreciate if you guys would leave us a iTunes review for our podcast. Uh, you know, it would help us uh, get five stars, spread the word. Yeah. Yeah, if you ever get one help star. Help us move up in the... More if you ever give us one star, you know what would happen. <laughs> hey, if we legitimately <laughs> deserve one star, go ahead and give it to us. Wait, what? <laughs> you would never say that, man. It's five you stars. never say that, man. It's five stars except for all the episodes that Joseph's in. Those are, <laughs> those are one star. Yeah, those are one star. All right, those are dumb. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, leave us a review. It would help us out. I, uh, I think they're pretty entertaining. <laughs> at least from your end. <laughs> I, li- I listen to them. Wait, really? You listen to your own podcast? I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, re- I really the kind don't of... listen to my own podcast because my voice are not that great to listen to. Sorry, yeah. listeners. It's squealy. It's all over the place. It's nasally, squealy. It's extremely. Very Asian. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I can <laughs> talk like this. You mean... <laughs> You need to develop yourself a. Uh, I mean, I an can, American accent. Nah, I should. I should like you know. I should like. I don't know. Like utilize my Asian, you know, identity more often. Maybe next time. There you go. I don't know. Doctor Jones. Doctor Jones. <laughs> that I can do. Whatever. Yeah. What's up? Um, That's it. That's all I got. Anything else? Anyone else need any shout-outs? Uh, <laughs> not really. Or, hello, East Coast. Enjoying the snow? Ha ha. Well, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just give a, a quick shout-out to my mom for Ooh, uh, God. for being a follower of BoulderCast. <laughs> oh, really? And, and listening to several of the podcasts. Thank go, you, Mom. Mrs. I hope, hope, you're, hope you're enjoying it. Way to go, Mrs. Snyder. And, hope uh, she knows about the speeding ticket. Oh, oh. <laughs> she, she knows about it. She oh, knows. Boy. oh boy! Sorry, Mrs. Steiner. Yeah, well, you know, she. I'm still proud of your son. She's she's still a lovely guy. We love him. 
she's a lovely guy. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. He is a lovely guy. That was loud. Oh, sorry. My, my, my bad. My bad. I have a loud, loud voice. It is true. In a way. Yeah, I guess that's it. Right? That's all we got. Right? right. Hopefully we'll get this podcast out before the storm. Yeah. Yeah. But regardless, whatever. <laughs> if everybody said yeah, I say no. All right. All right. Yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah, well, that's, that's not going to happen. The podcast going to upload be upload like 15th of March or something. <laughs> <laughs> if we're lucky. Yeah. Well, if you if you made it all the way through this podcast from all of us here, <laughs> we really appreciate you guys sticking around, listening to us talk, talk about random stuff and also a bolder take on weather. Yeah. Whoa, bolder take on weather. It's always a bolder take here. Okay. I'm well, close this out, Andy. All right. Take it easy, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, take care. Let's hope for some snow. See you guys later. 18 inches. Woo-hoo. And then the Broncos are going down. Go Broncos. Go Broncos.